Hey, it's Zach Neal, and you are listening to the Misfits of Industry podcast. This episode, I'm talking about how to deal with assholes. With the holidays upon us, I thought this might be a good opportunity to give some advice on how to deal with difficult family members, co-workers, etc. How to properly deal with the assholes in your life right now. So I have dealt with probably the biggest piece of human garbage that I have ever encountered in my entire life, personally or professionally, over the last few weeks. I met this person, and I'm not going to call him out because, you know, I don't think it, it needs to be done that way, but I'll give you a clue. I'm doing three pop-up bars right now, uh, called the dark side. I have one in Hollywood, and I have one in uh, New York City, and one in Washington, D.C. And these are nerd bars celebrating, uh, you know, basically the celebration of the new Star Wars movie. And this was kind of a fan take on what it would be like if there was a bar on the Death Star. And so that's what this is supposed to be. And so I've partnered with uh, owner-operators of restaurants and bars in uh, three cities uh, to kind of bring this in. And one of the cities that I'm working with, well, New York, the owner-operator there turned out to be a charlatan, a con man, a hopefully soon a convict. Uh, But he is the type of person who works off the book of Bernie Madoff. He uh, is embezzling and stealing money from what I can tell and hasn't paid his staff in five to eight weeks, some of them longer, doesn't pay anyone, and uh, is really hurting some people around the holidays. And so he qualifies as the biggest asshole that I have probably ever met in my life. And it got me thinking on the right way to deal with these types of people. And although this podcast is primarily dedicated to focusing on misfits of industry, people who have taken a different path or an alternative route to become something in their respective field. And we have a lot of interviews and one-on-ones with some guests coming up for the new year. But I also want to use this as an opportunity to give some advice out and what I call real-time advice, right? Because I'm dealing with these things in real time in business and in life and share my thoughts with you guys. So anyway, to summarize, I've been doing this pop-up in New York And it has been a disaster from the very first day in every way that a project can be a disaster. Nothing has been right. Operations have been terrible. And as I started to dive into why and putting more of my own people on site and relying less on this person's staff, I started to realize that a lot of the staff was disgruntled because they hadn't been paid in a month and they were owed collectively excess of $20,000 in back pay. And... I wanted to physically harm this man. The lies, the manipulation, and and most importantly, the manipulation of innocent people and leveraging their money and their jobs around the holidays when they need it the most. These are single parents, families with children, people that rely on this money to get through their lives. And this person just absolutely, with no regard or compassion of any kind, bulldozed through a couple dozen employees 
as well as lied and manipulated and spent funds and stole money and did various other horrible things. And so I found myself wanting to go Goodfellas on his ass, right? I wanted to take a baseball bat and find him in an alley and beat him. <laughs> and of course, that goes against you know my nature and goes against what I stand for. But to get me that angry, something has to be wrong. And so I started thinking about how I was going to deal with the situation. And the first thing that I came up with was what I'm not going to do is allow my anger to take over. I'm not going to allow my frustration to guide and dictate my actions. So I started by practicing what I preach, which is always to adapt kindness, right? And compassion and generosity. And these are the tools by which you win in life and in business. And so the first thing I thought after I was done being angry and having a a pouting session, I decided that my company was going to wrangle the funds together and stop the cash flow from coming into his business so that we could properly take care of the people who had been hurt and pay back that $20,000 in unpaid labor for his staff and make sure that they got it before the holiday, before the Christmas holiday here for those that celebrate this is an important day, uh, just like it is in any other culture, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, everybody understands the importance of having money around the holidays. And I worried, I worried quite a bit about the finances. There's no way that this business can afford an additional $20,000 in operating cost on top of the $20,000 already dispersed, meaning that the pop-up, the production, had already dispersed to this man the $20,000 to pay this payroll. And instead of paying the payroll, he used it on other things. What? No one quite knows yet, but it looks like probably embezzlement of some sort. So can this production, can this business afford to carry the burden of another $20,000? And as I thought about that, I became even more angry And my rage and my anger and my primal instincts as a human being and as a man started to kick in. And I just was thinking negative thoughts and violent thoughts. And, you know, this is the type of person that deserves an ass kicking, right? So as I started to write out the checks, and I'm talking about literally handwriting, you know, 30 checks. And as I started to write them out with each one, My assistant, Jessica, was in the office with me, and I'm sitting there. With each one, I started to feel a little better. With each check I wrote, I started to feel a weight come off of my shoulders because subconsciously I knew that I was doing the right thing. And I started to worry less about where the money was coming from or that this might put us into the the red with some of our expenses in the coming week. So I'm not going to worry about that. The most important thing you can do in life is take care of the people around you. And even though these are not my people, I didn't hire them, they never worked for me, they were a part of a production that I was putting on and so I was gonna do the right thing and take care of them. And so that was the first step to the awakening on how to deal with assholes in your life. So I wrote the payroll checks out and I started to feel better as I wrote them. And with every check I wrote, I felt a little better. And by the time I was sending her off to deliver these payroll checks, I felt like a hundred percent better about the whole situation. And as the phone calls and text messages started to come in over the next day from people being extremely thankful that they received a check, thanking me, 
And it wasn't about the thanks or the gratitude, but the gratitude certainly helps and it builds your, you know, it builds your core up and it kind of like builds your energy up. And when, you know, when you've done the right thing, you feel that like, Hey, I, you know, I'm getting some validation for my cause here. And then what I did is I started to realize that this man and his actions don't matter. What he did doesn't matter. It's not my job to execute him. It's not my job to put him on trial. What I did was I fixed the problem that he created. Karma, reciprocity, whatever you believe in, I absolutely believe in karma and I absolutely believe in reciprocity. What goes up must come down. What goes around comes around. You reap what you sow. There's a lot of different ways to phrase it, but it's all the same thing. His karma will take care of him and it's not my job to take care of him. By me being angry and upset with him is poisoning me. It's ruining my day. I'm allowing him to not only steal money from a production or from a payroll or from individuals, but I'm allowing him to steal my joy. And if you allow anyone to steal your joy, they win, right? They steal your joy. They're monopolizing your life. They're getting down into the fiber of what makes you a person, who you are, your soul being and stealing your joy and replacing it with anger and malice and contempt and revenge and hatred. They're poisoning you. Meanwhile, they've already done the deed. They've already accomplished their goal. They've already done the awful thing. Now they've caused you to feel bad and they're making you miserable and they're stealing your time. They're stealing your joy. So how this applies and this story applies to your life, to your business, to your coworkers, to your family members, especially around the holidays, a lot of us have to deal with difficult family members that we don't necessarily want to be around. Everybody has a dysfunctional person in their family, the drug addict, the alcoholic, the psychopath, the liar, the cheat, the thief, the manipulator. We've all got someone, the compulsive gambler, the deadbeat dad, the deadbeat mom, the molester uncle, right? Everybody's got some weirdo that they'd rather not encounter around the holidays or in their family in general, or the bad coworker or the bad business partner, or just the guy at the grocery store who is a dick to you. I'm going to dissect exactly how to deal with those people right when we come back. So how do you do this in your regular everyday life with family members or whatever? After dealing with the situation and the story I just told you guys what I dealt with this week, it gave me an opportunity to reflect. So I started by practicing what I preach. I took my own advice and I adapted kindness. I deployed kindness. I used it as a weapon by taking on a debt that wasn't mine and taking care of his staff and paying them out. And when I did that, it boosted me up. It filled me with so much positive energy and validation. It changed my mood and it gave me an opportunity to see things clearly. Once I did, I realized that it's just this simple. When you're dealing with negative people in your life, whether they're your family members or any other aspect of your life, all you have to do is start again by deploying kindness, by using that as a weapon. As the old saying goes, kill them with kindness. You catch more bees with honey, right? This is exactly the truth. And this is old wisdom, but it's it's good wisdom and it's true. When someone is bothering you or giving you a hard time or saying things that you're reacting to negatively, even if they're stinging you, even if the person's presence is bothering you, use kindness. 
Look at the situation with fairness and honesty. And that doesn't mean to be a doormat for someone else. Kindness is not weakness. It doesn't mean that you let someone bully you or you or they plow over you or they take advantage or that they can come up and spit in your face and you're just going to thank them. That's not what I'm talking about. This isn't about pacifism. This isn't about being a pussy. I would never, never validate that type of behavior. Always stand up for yourself. Always have a backbone. But what this is about is not allowing it to bother you so that it can't really have an effect on you. A perfect example would be a family member saying something cross to you that you you didn't approve of at a family gathering. Someone making that snide remark, you know, you can ignore it, that's one way to go, or you can say your piece right then and there, hey, you know what, I'm sorry you feel the need to say nasty things to try to bother me, especially at Christmas, but that's your problem. That's not my problem. I'm not gonna allow my day to be ruined by you. And go on about your business, which is essentially what I did in my situation. I looked at the situation, I was angry, and then I caught my breath, I did the right thing, I filled myself up with positive affirmation, positive reinforcement, I did the right thing, and I felt better, and it changed my outlook. So use kindness. When someone's being negative towards you, just be kind and turn to them. There's a way to say things and a way to phrase things that allow people to know that you're coming from a place of of genuineness, that you're coming from a place of kindness, that you don't want to tangle with them. It's not your objective to be combative. That you're just saying, hey, you know what? I'm sorry you you feel the need to act this way. I'm sorry that you want to pick a fight with me. Whatever I did to bother you, I'm sorry. Or maybe you just don't like me. If that's the case, that's okay. I'm telling you, when you get up front with somebody and you get real, like really fucking real, and you get down to the guts of something right in person, people don't know how to react to that because everybody's passive aggressive. So when you react that way, when you say, hey, you know what, maybe you just don't like me, and that's cool if you don't. Whatever it is, whatever problem you have with me that causes you to want to interact with me or be combative, I'm just letting you know I'm not into it, and I'm really not going to put up with it, and I'm just going to go on about my business. And if you can't find a way to interact with me and be non-combative or not be an asshole, fuck it. Don't interact with me then, and go the other direction and leave it at that. This works with family. This works with friends. Essentially... What I ended up telling the person that I was dealing with was on top of go fuck yourself because there was a few of those. It was don't bother me anymore. Don't interact with me. Don't come around me. There's not going to be a lawsuit. There's not going to be a dragging out of this. I'm just not going to deal with you anymore. And that is the ultimate lesson here. We're not going to deal with the assholes in our life. We don't have to deal with them. You might have to interact with them. You might even have to talk to them. But you don't have to allow them to steal your joy. You don't have to allow them to upset you so that you're taking it beyond the holiday party or beyond the home or beyond the the job and you're taking it other places with you and allowing it to continue to bother you. Realize that what these people have to say does not matter. What they think of you does not matter. Use your kindness as a weapon. Be upfront. Stand up. Tell them exactly what's going on in a respectful manner from a place of kindness where you simply say, I don't know what it is about me that you don't like or what kind of an issue you have with me. I'm happy to talk it out. But other than that, if you have nothing nice to say to me, please don't bother with me anymore and go on about your day. When you do the right thing, when you interact with kindness and you go against anger and meanness with kindness, you're going to win every time. That's it for this. Happy holidays, everybody. At The Real Zach Neal on all social media. Follow me. Check it out. See ya.